Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. Oh my goodness, can you get a load of this? As I said... A couple times now behind this mic, I don't want to spike the football, but I'm going to. Guys, stop. Would you stop believing the hype? I tell you every day. Look at this. In my never-before-stained fingers, I am reading to you from Newsmax.com. McLaughlin poll. Trump is still the one to beat. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. And I bet there's people out there like, Serge, ad nauseum, why are you bringing up Trump polls again and constantly talking about Trump? Because ad nauseum, I am talking to people, well-meaning conservatives, not that they've changed on Trump, not at all, but their minds have been polluted with the false narrative that Trump is not popular. Stop believing. Look at this. Our most recent poll of 1,000 likely U.S voters was conducted between December 9th to 14th, 2022, just days ago. And again, this is a McLaughlin poll reporting that Trump is still the one to beat. This poll made news last week because it differs significantly from several media polls released right before ours. Now, that's what I've been hearing from people. Oh, the polls, the polls, they're showing Trump's not popular. What? You're watching Fox News. They're in the tank for never Trumpers. They're in the tank with establishment rhinos. They're run by women akin to Beth Moore, as I've said, who hate Trump with every fiber of their being. They're loathing of alpha male masculinity conservative men like Trump. Goes ahead of their republicanism. That's the Murdoch women running this network. Obviously, mainstream media is in the tank against Trump. So's Fox News, never Trump Republican headquarters. So are plenty of other so-called conservatives. We're even losing Daily Wire. What's with Ben Shapiro? Stop. Stop listening to Ben Shapiro. Sorry, I got to say that. He, he's no Rush Limbaugh. And he's not saying what Mark Levin is saying. And he's not saying what authentic conservatives are saying. We're not backing down from Trump. So there's these never Trump news sources that are regurgitating this recycled message. Oh, the polls, the polls. Yeah, these are completely biased, never Trumper polls being reported by never Trumper websites and news sites. Importantly, our poll shows former President Trump strongly leading the GOP GOP field for 2024. In fact, our polls show Trump is as strong as ever. Guys, in the words of the great late famous Rush Limbaugh, who is a personal hero. Do not doubt me. Do not doubt me. The article goes on. It's not unusual. Other polls have different findings. Historically, now this is correct. Look, media polls under poll President Trump's level of support among voters. They do that on purpose. Our poll was more favorable to President Trump than these recent media polls. It's deja vu for us all over again, except we may have learned from 2016 and 2020. In recent days, there have been several media polls downplaying the ability of Trump to win the 2024 presidential election. Do they think that voters have forgotten the quote, Hillary Locke of 2016? Yeah, Hillary had that locked. Nope, she got trounced. And the quote, Biden blue wave of 2020? 
Nope, that was false too. They had to invent votes in the middle of the night to overcome the deficit of tens of millions of votes that Biden was down. Neither of those things happened as they underpolled Trump's actual voter support. Our poll was composed, comprised of 1,000 likely voters. This means that we have tougher screening questions for the voters to be included in the poll to assure they are really voters and that they are intending to vote in November of 2024, as well as vote in the 2024 primaries in a field of 14 candidates. Here we go. The results among likely primary voters. Trump leads with 48%. Governor Ron DeSantis, Florida, is second at 23%, followed by former Vice President Mike Pence. Blah, blah, blah. No way. Liz Cheney. Give me a break. None of these people are anything. They amount to nothing in the Republican Party as far as presidential candidates or anything else for that matter. Since the election 2022 exit poll, Trump is up a point. Trump is up since November election and Governor DeSantis is down 4%. Did you hear that? But all they're telling you is it's the new DeSantis party and Trump's junk. Unbelievable. DeSantis is down in a head-to-head matchup among likely primary voters. Just Trump and DeSantis. Trump leads DeSantis 58 to 36%, which is basically the same lead he's been running since July. Because when you think about it, what, what magically changed voters from July to now? Anything? Or from a year ago to now? When Trump, or from 2020, when Trump was wildly popular to right now? It's a bunch of smoke and mirrors. And this, according to Alan Dershowitz, do you know who that is? Uh, Harvard or Yale, it's irrelevant, I can't remember, but he is the famous, famously liberal law professor. He's been around for decades, famously liberal law professor. He just came out in an interview on Newsmax saying that Congress's recommendation to charge Donald Trump over January 6th, the January 6th committee, I don't know if you know this, just released this big statement in their last-ditch effort in their lame-duck session before they lose control of the House, the January 6th committee, uh, Donald Trump needs to be indicted, prosecuted for uh, insurrection and obstruction. No kidding they were going to come up with that because that's all they want to do and they're hoping that's going to happen. All the never-Trumpers like Bill Barr and everybody else, Chris Christie, are hoping that Trump gets arrested, which... They're going to try and do. It's not going to happen. But if they do it, it's going to be a complete sham. No one's going to buy it. It'll probably make him more popular. But Alan Dershowitz said that Congress's recent recommendation to charge Trump with insurrection and obstruction over the January 6th riot is not only junk and should be thrown in the trash, but it actually violates the separation of powers It's unconstitutional. And he went further and said it warrants reprimand by the Justice Department because Congress is not the executive branch. They cannot prosecute and then they cannot recommend prosecution. And in fact, he cites the Constitution and says that one of the only two restrictions prior to the Bill of Rights placed on Congress's power to protect the individual is this in the Constitution that Congress is prohibited from Passing any bills of attainder. Well, what is a bill of attainder? This is from the Constitution, that they cannot pass any bills of attainder. Well, very easily, go on Cornell Law School's website. A bill of attainder is a piece of legislation that declares a party is guilty of a crime. What? Boom! There you go. Prohibited. Congress cannot do that. January 6th committee cannot 
suggest, recommend, or declare that Donald Trump or any other individual citizen is guilty of a crime and call for prosecution, not within their purview or their powers. Unconstitutional. And the founders did that on purpose because that's what the out-of-control English parliament was doing during the time of the America's founding, issuing bills of attainder against citizens in America by name, by name. And so that prohibition was put in there on purpose. Congress just violated it, and the Justice Department should reprimand them. Not going to happen because it's a Biden executive branch. But all of this means, you know what? Trump is vindicated Again, again, Trump is vindicated by a famous liberal law professor. Okay, can you listen to this, please? I've been trying to get to this. Daily Fetched, earlier this week, I think this is last week or the week before. Oxfordshire County Council in the UK approved plans to lock down residents over a new pandemic outbreak. Oh, no, that's not what it says. Lock down residents into one of six zones to fight Climate change. That's right. A county in the UK is now using pandemic lockdowns as justification for climate lockdowns. Folks, if you think the COVID lockdown is the end of it for these dictators and power-hungry statists, Marxists, leftists who accumulate to themselves power to subjugate the masses and wipe out liberty. If you think the COVID pandemic lockdowns were the end of it, you are crazy. You are misguided and delusional. It was a trial run. And the weak churches duly capitulated. And so many gutless citizens, men with no brass, I'll say it that way to keep it clean, rolled over and took it. Politicians, corporatists, CEOs, citizen neighbors, men, men who should stand up against this stuff on behalf of their families and communities rolled over and said, yep, lock us down. Now, now they're doing it over climate change. Residents would be confined to their local neighborhood. Do you hear this? And would not be able to leave unless they requested permission from the government to leave. As part of the climate lockdown plan, the 15-minute cities would place electronic gates on key roads in and out of the city so the government would be instantly alerted by anyone trying to leave. This is sick, and this is so anti-Christian. Do you understand? Go back and listen to my Thanksgiving devotional that I delivered this year that's on Feet to the Fire on a Saturday in November, explaining how freedom is Christian and Christianity is freedom. And these people hate Christianity and they hate freedom and they want to crush it. That is how Satan wins, by wiping out liberty. Electronic gates at all the roads in and out of the city to keep you like a prisoner on this false pretense of climate change. Those who request permission to leave their city would be profiled by the government, which would make a decision on whether to let that person out. Oh, that's great. Whether or not you can go out of your house. Oh, because they'll stop there. Yeah, they won't confiscate your Bibles, shut down your churches, and tell you who and how and when you can worship. Yeah, because they're not doing that already in China. Under the new scheme, residents would be permitted to leave their zone a maximum of 100 days per year, according to reports. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sire. Thank you, Magistrate King, for letting me have a a, a, a mere 100 days. 
to be able to leave and go somewhere voluntarily. Your, your benevolence is beyond description, beyond word. I'm so grateful for your largesse of granting me a hundred days to get out of here. Get out of here. That's insane that anybody would capitulate to this, particularly in the West where our civilizations, because of Christianity, have been built on the principle of individualism and individual autonomy. And I'm so tired of Christians who are unable to articulate biblically why individualism, American rugged individualism, and autonomy self-government is the biblical principle. That is unleashed in the gospel. That the man, every individual, has worth and value and autonomy. However, the article goes on, Every resident must register their car details with the government, enabling them to be tracked via smart cameras around the city. Isaiah, would you please register my vehicle so that you can videotape me and track me every time I move? This is the nanny state, and it's turning into a gargantuan monster. It's a nanny on steroids with fangs. It's a monster. Now, along with this, get these two other articles with this environmentalism theme from the Daily Fetch. The Irish government has announced plans to dramatically cut the country's cattle and car numbers to, quote, fight climate change. There you go. Under the false pretense of climate change, no more cows and cars in Ireland. I'm sure the Irish love that. We've got no more meat and we've got no more vehicles. The leprechauns are going to starve, clearly. Under the newly re-elected Prime Minister Leo Varadkar, plans are being proposed to reduce the number of cars and cattle as part of the Green Great Reset Agenda. The planned reductions are largely an extension of EU Green Deal schemes that have seen farms across Europe, most notably the Netherlands, threatened with closure under new restrictions. The draft proposals will force through a new Climate Action Plan scheme mandating the total number of cattle in Ireland. That's what it is. Because good Marxists and good statists say this. You get this many cows and no more. That's all you get. You get one cow. You get half cow. You get half sick cow. No baby cows. One cow, almost dead cow. That's what you get. Quiet. And you eat sick cow meat. And that's all you get in government cheese. That's the statist. Crushing people. Tell me how many cows I can have. The reduction would see there being 600,000 fewer cattle in Ireland by the end of the decade. Is this outrageous? Folks, you don't get more than 600,000 cows. The Irish government is also targeting cars. With the draft proposal demanding the number of automobiles on the road are cut by one-fifth by 2030. No more, car. no more cars for you. Guys, listen to me. You have to understand what's going on. I'm going to say something. And then we're going to close the show, and I want you to think about it, and we'll be back tomorrow. Prosperity is liberty. Prosperity is liberty. Quality of life is freedom. Property is liberty. And that's why you have to ask yourself, why are they going after these random, seemingly arbitrary points of property possession, like cows and cars, why are they targeting that to take that away? What does that do for their authoritarianism? Because I'll say it again, prosperity and property rights is freedom. Capitalism is freedom, which is why the founders emphasized that what you must maintain under a constitutional lawful government system is the right to life and property. 
Because if you are secure in your own vessel and what you own, you are free. And if they can take it away, they take everything. You are not free. They are doing this to institute world government, one world authoritarian top-down government. They do not have a right to our property. But that's what they want to do. How many cows you can have and how many cars you can have. And from there, it is a leveraging point to crush all freedom. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. The status are not ultimately after your cows and cars. That's a convenient way to get to your Bibles and your churches to crush you and make you a ward of the state. Don't stand for it.